I don't know many dudes that were like, I fuck with Alice in Wonderland. I really, really like that Willy Wonka. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't really hear lots of that. I don't either, but I don't know a whole <laughs> lot of... I don't... Well, I don't even know who would watch that type of movie. I was going to say Big Titty Got Chicks, but... Mm, yeah. Well, <clears throat> my ex was definitely a big Johnny Depp fan, and I remember this movie coming out and being like, maybe this is a return to form, and then, like, 60 minutes in, I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> This when did Blow bad. come out? Is Blow older than that? Blow is probably almost 20 years old now, isn't it? Oh, man, I wonder. It's, no, not 20 years old. You don't think so? Maybe like 15. Damn, it is 20 years Holy old. Holy shit, exactly. it really 20, is 20 years old. It's 20 old. years old, exactly, damn. Wow. I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt there and say that one was a little bit newer. I was like, no, it hasn't been that long since he made a classic. That one it? aged really well. It did age very Still well. Still aged so well. Fucking, so did Fear and Loathing. But that's kind of a timeless story. Yeah, I mean, anything about Hunter S. Thompson... You can still watch Bill Murray's movie where he was Hunter S. Thompson. That's still good. Yeah, Hunter S. Thompson probably is a person. I think we give him a pass. Why? Because he's, for what? For his weirdness? Yeah, but that that that's a whole mental health thing. His extra, his his eccentric nature yeah. is probably not fucking awesome for his family. Oh, and yeah, for sure. He's randomly firing guns and being yeah. fucked up all, like, yeah. that's, what, that's what I'm saying, like, we hold him, like, he's like a cult, he's like a folk hero for being an absolute fucking piece of shit, basically. Yeah, he's like my brother, kind of, like, I love him <laughs> with all my art, but most of the stories I tell about him are, because uh, he's, he did some dickhead shit. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of some wild Thompson, shit. really. That makes sense, that's probably why he likes all those fucking movies so much. Loves where the buffalo roam. <laughs> yeah, see, that's one of those things where it's like, probably in retrospect, you know, people are gonna look at that shit and be like, "Hey, wait a minute." Yeah, this dude was really fucking. Mad. Maybe maybe we go back and just take all those movies out of the video stores. Yeah, go ahead and cancel. There's no more video stores. <laughs> no, we're fucking broke. But yeah, the tourist, law-abiding citizen, and malignant. I'm not saying that they're necessarily like 100 percent. The three worst movies I've ever seen. I bet you if I thought harder, I could find something else. I'm like, oh, God. But those were the three movies that I watched and was immediately like, can I fucking, if I had a time machine, yeah. to not just to not watch this fucking movie, those three movies came to mind. And that all started because I watched Malignant last night. And the entire time, like, it starts off, I'm like, man, the acting is really bad. <laughs> and then I'm like... And it's rare that I, like, notice that. Like, yeah. sometimes it's like, something's weird about this. But this was literally, like, the acting is really bad. And then a little bit into it, I realized, like, oh, yes, Law Abiding Citizen with Gerard Butler. Do you like that movie, Big J? <laughs> <laughs> and then a little while, a little bit further into it, I'm like, oh, no, I don't know if it's the acting is bad so much as this is this terrible fucking writing. Like, these lines are just bad yeah sometimes their lines are hard to deliver people yeah, it's yeah. hard so to, then yeah. i'm like how do i how do i but then i'm like i'm getting further into it i'm like i have no reason to care about any of these people they did that horror movie thing where they just drop you into the set pieces so like i oh. have no reason to care about what's going on to these people yeah even yeah. if it's fucking terrible it's like so like you know like there's no you know, there's no like want like a lot of the suspense from a horror movie comes from not necessarily wanting to see something bad happen to that person right or absolutely wanting to see something right. bad happen to that and person. both of those things can be set up with literally a 15 second scene yes like uh this person as a as a kid oh man i hope he doesn't die oh he died this I, person is a piece of shit i don't know if you watch they die. if you watch searching yet no i haven't within the first they like you said in the first like two minutes of the movie you're almost crying 
just because you care about these people. Damn. And all they needed to do was a two-minute montage at the beginning of the movie for you to care yeah. deeply for all of these yeah. characters. Yeah, really easy to set stuff up like that. So it's, I understand the whole, like, this is just a body count. Monster monster balls. I don't I don't know what monster balls was, but it doesn't sound like it no, was. No, it's good. monsters ball. That's a different one. And that's a, we stand monsters ball. Yeah, I was gonna say that was a good movie. What's what's his name in that? Um Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, and, and Holly Berry. Yep. I think she won an Oscar or damn near won an Oscar for it. Tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> All but, that I've been giving. But um but yeah, like horror movies, that's the whole thing. And that's why when I think about our movie and how we're going to make it and stuff like that, I'm like, okay, it's got to have, like it's real gotta close. have these things. It's got to have these things. These things. <laughs> these things. It's, it has to actually be scary. Because, yeah. uh, because of the funnier shit is funnier when the scary shit is actually scary. I want to do, I don't want to, when we do this and actually are acting it out, I'm going to be so dead serious. Oh, like, for sure. Because that's what the... The comedy isn't going to be in us being goofy like it is in our sketch comedy. I don't think it's going to be that type of thing. I want to make a legit scary movie. Yeah, I want to make a legit scary movie that's funny, not a funny movie that's scary. Or not, not usually you don't get it in the other way. You get either a scary comedy or you get just a comedy that has horror movie theming. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Usually, like, and I like lots Tales of those from movies the hood. too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like lots of those movies. They're not designed to be scary first, though. There are lots of movies where you're on the edge of your seat and then someone just says something that's funny. Not because they're trying to be funny, but that character is just like, like, it's, that's well, that's good writing. Right. Like the, you know, the, the people are making you laugh even though you're scared shitless. <laughs> it's a ball. But that's the, you know, like, so I think about the rules. Like, it's got to be actually, our horror movie actually has to be scary. But it's also got to be funny. If it's scary first, it will be funny. If it's rooted in reality, it will be scary. You know, so it's like I've, you know, I've got rules set for the writing that we're going to be doing and stuff like that. And you see lots of that shit out the window in lots of horror movies. They have to care about our characters first of all, whether right. that be in a negative or or positive light. They have to like the characters or dislike the characters enough to want to see something fucking happen to them. Right. It, there's none of that in Malignant. There's none of that in Malignant. So it's just, yeah, that sucks. Fuck that movie then. Yeah, it's literally just you drop in and there's a creepy situation in a science lab. And then cut to the characters. And you see a woman and her husband and she's pregnant and her husband is beating her right away. <laughs> like, you know, like for no... <laughs> well, she's endeared to me now. Yeah. Don't Nothing better happened to her. So... So she's clearly had several miscarriages, and he's angry that she can't produce, that he can't produce her, him an heir. Because he beats her every time she gets pregnant. So immediately that guy is killed off. We don't, like, that's the only person that we can really dislike from the outset, yeah. and he's the first person gone. From there, we get the stupid good cop, bad cop trope. Where there's the one good cop that kind of believes that there's something weird here, and there's the bad, or there's the good cop that believes there's something weird, and there's the bad cop that's just like, no, this is cut and dry, blah blah blah. Like it's all it's all the same tropes. There's some cool action sequences, but just what we need in a horror movie. Yeah, but like not what you want in a horror movie. There's nothing <clears throat> scary about the movie. It's not scary. There's not even jump scares in the movie. And I don't fucking like jump scares. I think jump scares are cheap. That's not really good, you know, like, that's not really good scares. Yeah, I only like those when I'm watching near-death videos. Yeah, that's part of the problem with, uh, part of the problem with horror video games is that they're almost always based around jump scares. What are, what are some other type of scares you prefer? 
I like the fuck. I like. The, I really, really have always appreciated just that that thriller atmosphere. You don't necessarily have to be scared if you're always just like, "Holy shit!" You know what I'm saying? Like, right. if, you, if you're always in your fucking seat, like someone slammed on the gas pedal. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're in your seat, like someone slammed on the gas pedal, where the whole time you feel slightly uneasy, but you need to know what happens next. So it's like riding home from a Tigers game with your drunk uncle. If he's driving. But yeah. you're not Darby Allen. I was going to say, if he's driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he doesn't have a back seat because it's all stereo, but you and your brother got to sit back there, and you're just like this. Ah, the this whole seems time. oddly specific, but yeah. <clears throat> no. <laughs> but yeah, like like I said, like Hereditary, um, that's a great one. Even It's not so much a scary movie, but um, it comes at night. That's another good one. Same. <laughs> but lots of lots of horror movies aren't necessarily, like, scary in the sense that they're a jump scare. They're scary as, like, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, not that you're actually fucking scared or anything like that, but the imagery is just like, mm-mm, nope, don't care for that, don't want to see that. The first few seasons of American Horror Story did that for me. Dude, the first season of American Horror Story was awesome. The uh, very it, first yeah. season specifically. Did you watch the it then? Because I feel like if you went back, someone was like, watch that, watch that. You finally go back and watch I it. I watched it when it got to the third season. So I you were probably still new in there. Yeah, I was yeah. like way late by the time yeah, I got when to I it. Watched the, I watched the first season by the time the third season started coming out. Because I remember being able to watch the first and second seasons in whole and watching the third season piece by piece and being like, this is just like a really PG-13 Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. With a way older Melissa jo- Joan Hart. Rewatched Respect season one lady. probably one or two years ago. What was her yeah. name? Jessica Walters? Which one? The lady from American Horror Story. I think she passed away recently. No. No, she didn't. Thinking of Archer's mom. Yeah. Never mind. But yeah, that lady that was in the first couple of seasons, the yeah, yeah. matriarchal. Yeah. Yeah, she was fucking awesome. <clears throat> She's in lots of stuff, though. She's kind of a legend. Um, yeah, that's why I thought it was. I, I, I can't remember her name. I can't either. Yeah, and fuck I should. It. I got to Google it now. And yeah, it was a real experience. It was fun. The, the Tigers coming home, drunk uncle, good time. Good time, good time. Great time. What's her name? I thought it was Jessica Walters. It's Jessica something, I think. Jessica Lang. Lang, that's what it is. I like her jawline. Strong jawline. Yeah. Strong jawline. Yep. Very strong jawline. Kind of got like a Lego head. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure some Lego head ability. Lego head ability. She pops right on. But yeah, that's definitely one of the things, like I said, that's kind of difficult with horror video games is they're typically so jump scare based, you know. But... A lot of those jump scares don't work if you don't set the fucking scene right. Now, I watched Unfriended because that, like I said, is going to be similar to what we do. And a lot of what they do is just focus on one static shot for long enough that you are in that shot trying to figure out what the fuck is going on because they've got multiple webcams set up. You know, you're watching you're watching a Skype call, right? You know, so you're, you're just, so there you can see the other people reacting and they're also looking at the same thing. So that's where your gaze is drawn is trying to look at what's going on in that scene and then bam, there's a fucking jump scare because okay. you've been staring at that for long <clears throat> enough that they can throw something yeah. at you. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all that's that's tense filmmaking. That's kind of an all right jump scare as opposed to it just being like people are walking and then ah, the sound goes up. You know, they, they fucking crank the volume real quick. Right. Know? But like again, all of that doesn't fucking matter if you don't build the characters. And that was one thing that I was instantly like, I don't give a fuck about anybody in this movie. 
I don't care about any of them. Right. Like it's like I'm like you're there to figure out what the weird twist is. And if you don't know that there's gonna be a weird twist, why the fuck are you watching the movie? Crazy to me that it's got a seventy six percent on Rotten Tomatoes because that's what drew me to it. I was gonna say I thought it had, like it was kind of well reviewed. It is, but even like if you read the reviews, the good reviews sound like bad reviews. But they gave it a good score at the end. Like people, like some people are like the twist at the end is so fucking stupid. Thumbs up, like literally, right, like right. literally, like that's some of the some of the. I know some people. That's a lot of reviews I read where it's like, yeah, that shit. The twist was shit, I but think it was a good movie. Like what the because, fuck? I think it's because of, I think it's because movie critics and in specific are supposed to sound like cynical assholes, and I think that people get wrapped up in that. Instead of just being like, I liked it, or I didn't like it, they have to sound like they didn't like it, even though they're telling you they did. Uh, you know, okay. like, you see that at least at least when it comes to movie critics, like the top critic reviews, that's usually what you see. And then with the user reviews, there's no in-between. There's, like, tens, eights, yeah. one. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, there's no nuance in those reviews. And they don't really present nuance in the best light in the high critic reviews because they try to sound like they thought it was shitty even even though they think it's good. Right. But if you listen to some of this shit... You mean read? Read, yeah, read. Listen. Listen to me read. Yeah, some of it's like sound... Fucking YouTube critics and shit. But yeah, swings for the fences and it pays off big time. Like, no. Damn. Like, I almost don't kind want... kind of baseball you watching, You Perry? know what? I think I'm going to tell everybody the twist. Yeah, tell me. Alert, I don't fuck it. Just because I don't want you guys to watch this fucking movie. <laughs> Hit me. Well, I want to know the whole damn movie because I don't... I told you how I feel about spoilers. I usually forget them. So, this lady... The fuck was that? Movie opens up, and you're in a science lab, and there's a crazy fucking deranged thing that looks creepy in the face, and it's connected to... All the electricity, you know, like it's talking to the people through the fucking radio and stuff like that. So it is. It's Artem Zola. And and his name is Gabriel. And it's saying it's going to kill everybody. And it's already fucking killed a bunch of people. And and it's scary. And then they're like, we have to we have to cut out the cancer. And then, bam, malignant. Oh, malignant. Jesus. No, 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 no. Hang on. Does it really work like that? Yes. We have to cut out the cancer, and then it just cuts to a black screen malignant. Maybe maybe it doesn't, or maybe it does, but that's definitely- That's how scene. it does that's from now on. That's definitely a climax. Like, that's how the scene ends. You know, like, it's time. Zooms in on the face. We have to cut out the cancer. That's like when you really got to bust a nut, so you pull it from a soft, half softy. And the, the other thing is, I should clarify that I don't- I love B-movies. B-movies? B-movies. B-movies. And if it has the trappings of a B-movie and doesn't take itself too serious, I'm all there for it. This movie takes itself serious as cancer. Malignant cancer. Fuck. (laughs) I thought malignant cancer means it's just going to sit there. Yeah, well, that's the idea. Because what happens is we then cut to the woman who has had her head pushed against the wall by her abusive husband. Okay. Okay? She then wakes up to find her husband with a broken ass neck. It shows him doing creepy stuff. What's that noise? There's something in the kitchen. There's this, that. And then all of a sudden this black creature comes through, like completely silhouette creature, and breaks his fucking neck. Looks like it's in human form. Then you're just following the detectives trying to figure out what's going on because she was knocked out upstairs when they get there. 
and she has no memory of it, and the detectives have no idea what's going on, and then three or four more people get killed. So you're starting to think, okay, she's kind of like snapping, and she's maybe like possessed by this thing, and she's you know, doing all these killings and stuff like that. Because what Gabriel is doing is he's trying to kill all of the scientists that were there at the time. Okay. That you saw at the beginning of was the movie. Was the dude a scientist? What He's dude? The dead husband. No, he was just a dickhead. Okay. But so this ties together though, right? Scientists and this angry dickhead? Yes, because okay. it was her husband. You'll get we'll get there. Okay, okay, we'll get there. Okay, it was okay. her you know, it was her fucking abusive husband, so he's the first one to die. <clears throat> just because he's there. Now you start to get further and fucking further. And again, this is all like the worst acting and writing. Like every like it's very rare that lines come out and I'm like, come on. <laughs> like lines come out of this fucking movie that I'm just like, why? I did not intend for this to be a movie review stream, but it is. It's what it is. All right. So they they get further and the detectives are getting closer to thinking that it's this chick that's doing it somehow. Okay. Because that's what the movie wants you to think, right? But you later find out that Gabriel is real. Okay, before you give me... Is that the twist? Is Gabriel her baby? It is much, much worse than that. Oh, man, come on. It is much, much worse than that. Gabriel's the real dad. Gabriel is a half-alive malignant tumor attached to her entire back that they had to remove when she was a child. It's literally... It looks like the fucking... It looks like the baby creature from fucking... Uh, from fucking Total Recall just hanging off of her back. And when they had to cut out the cancer, what they did was they just chopped this thing up and they just forced his face into the back of her skull. Wow. And so... Could you imagine giving her back shots? (laughs) When you find out, you find out that when the husband hit her head against the wall, it woke Gabriel up. No, no. And when Gabriel is going to do this stuff, he's trapping her in her own mind, taking over her body, and then going to kill these people. Somehow getting in and out of the house completely undetected because her sister is living there with her because they think that she's having a psychotic break. Okay. Gabriel, at the end of the movie, actually emerges from the back of her head and then all of her bones turn backwards, and then she moves backwards as a John Wick killing machine, murdering an entire police station full of people. We shouldn't have to while see they it. all fucking shoot at her. Like I'm, mean, we're talking twenty dudes firing at this thing, and it's like Neo in the Matrix moving around the room, or they're all fucking stormtroopers. Wow, one or the other. So, Jesus. So eventually, she traps Gabriel in her mind. Oh, so then it becomes like a Professor X mind battle. Yes, except it's that corny where she's saying things at the end like, this is my body, oh. and I am in control now. You know, like, it's, oh. it's just everything is just like, every, it keeps going, and it's everything is more and more groan-inducing as it goes. And you're just like, no, I wanted this to be good. It's scary month. I can't sleep. It's two in the fucking morning. I put something on to be scared in the dark all by myself, and this is what I fucking ended Maybe up Maybe they trained a bot to watch a bunch of anti-vaxxer protests <laughs> and, then, and then had the bot write the dialogue for the movie. That makes more sense. I, dude, it was, it was fucking GOT season eight and got shit on how fucking terrible this movie was. Straight up. It was fucking awful. Is that Germany's Got Talent? What's GOT? Germany's Got Talent. It was fucking, like, even this, overstuffed, 
over budgeted. The director begins connecting the dots backwards. It's far fetched, a bit ridiculous. Three out of four. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, fully dedicated to creating its own rule rules and sticking by them. It doesn't look back. Yeah, but like because it can't. There's two faces on the fucking head. Exactly, dude. And you find out so much stupid. Like all of any little reveal is like that's fucking stupid, and it all leads up to the stupidest reveal at the end when she, when Gabriel actually comes out and her skull splits itself open, and then when she manages to trap Gabriel again, her. Her head just fucking, you see her head close back up and his face goes back into the back of her fucking skull. What's her name? I don't fucking care. I don't even remember. It was fucking terrible. Dude, it was so bad. I wish that. Yikes. I think I gave it as terrible as I've been talking about it for 30 fucking minutes now. I. Wow, we are. We've been talking about this shit for a long fucking time. I still think that I was much, much, like, I made it sound probably cooler than it was. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think it was me imagining what it would have looked like that made it sound cooler, but no, I'm kidding. Yeah, no, I don't know. They that literally sounds... killed every single police officer in a police station except for, of course, the good cop, bad cop <sighs> main characters. I mean, an no, entire that, this, that show sounds like police it would piss me station off. full of fucking cops were laid to waste by this thing with just a knife. Just a knife. Just a knife. So it can't even kill things with its bare now, hands? The cool that's the coolest part at the end, at least, because it's like I like some fucking gross, grotesque shit. So it's like grabbing people's arms and breaking them backwards and bones are sticking nice, out. Nice, yeah. So like, yes, as far as like the gore factor and like just the enjoying seeing that stuff, it's like, all right, this is kind of cool. But that's like three minutes of two hours. And this is somehow a two hour fucking film. Ugh. This has got 90 minutes written all over it, and they let him do two hours. <laughs> I thought it was uh, like 100, what is it, 80 minutes now. I thought it was the sweet spot. It might spot. be now. No, it's not the sweet spot. If you, I have trepidation about a film the second that I see it's 90 minutes. Why? Because that's the bare minimum that they will get you out the door with. No director wants a 90-minute movie. Some of them, yes, because they have a very streamlined, good film, and they know they know how much they can push this. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. know themselves if I take this any further, it's not going to be as good. Right. Lots of directors are forced to cut, like you got to make this shit shorter, bro. Like we're not paying for more like we're not paying for 2 hours. We're not trying to shit out a 2 hour movie. Interesting. 90 you'll see lots of the worst movies you've ever seen are fucking 90 minutes. Or lots of the like the movies that look obviously bad like you see the preview and you're like that doesn't look good. You look at the runtime, 90 minutes. <laughs> Interesting. Now, what are your three movies? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Literally 50 minutes later. Um, I, know, I still didn't have time to come up with three. That's the worst part. I tried to really pad that. Man, I can't, think of a, I can't think of the fucking name of this movie, but it came out around the same time as Hills Have Eyes, and it was about four teenagers. Wrong in, turn? In, in Australia? In a desert. Oh, no, that's Wolf Creek. Was it Wolf Creek? Will you pull it up just so I can? Because I don't, I don't if remember. I mean, that's the only Australian horror movie I can think of. But it came out Wolf around the Creek. same time. I thought I saw it in theaters, and it's based on a it real came out serial on killer. Christmas Day. Yes, that is Wolf. Okay, Creek. so I we're saw in the theater. in theaters on Christmas Day. So did I. Do you? Maybe you were at we the were, same. We one. might have been in the same fucking because no one enjoyed it the whole time, and then at the very end, the car turned around a corner, and someone in the back was like, "He's tipping on fofos," <laughs> and the whole fucking theater lost it. And that was the only part of that movie I remember. I liked. So besides that one moment, I would want, I think, those 90 minutes back. Um, so the, that movie, even that movie, 
just took too long. It was weird. I don't think I was ready for it. The only reason why I made it through that movie and not didn't think it was straight awful, I'm not watching it a second time. I haven't watched it a second time, but I was like, Ooh. that was all right. It's just because I know it was based on a real ser- serial killer. I know the story of that real serial killer, so it was kind of interesting to see the concept brought to brought to screen. Yeah, they failed, though. Because that was legitimately like the that, that was an actual dude that would take backpackers, let them go in the middle of nowhere, and hunt them. Yeah, okay, so like that, that is that movie then, yes, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so yeah. that's like, that was a real thing that a real dude did. There was did. no music to it almost the whole time, and that really throws me off in a film. Depends on the movie. Depends on the, I like, I don't well, like Well, it was much. also about like a giant open space and no music. That It was like kind of an unnerving feeling and then yeah. no one else was into the movie in the theater so i was just kind of like yeah i don't like this either it was like when i went to see the grudge in the theaters i was fucking i was i heard the grudge sucked it wasn't bad but i was kind of drunk i thought so the i grudge just sat, did i spent the whole weird. time fucking roasting the movie you know like just because i was a little fucked up when i went to go see it <laughs> i remember like at the very beginning of the movie Bill Pullman commits suicide in the funniest fucking way. Bill Pullman? Yeah, Lone Star. Independence Day, president. Oh, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Um, he, like, and I was the only one in the theater Why'd that Why'd you laughed. say Lone Star? Spaceballs. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I was scared shitless from the grudge. Fuck that. Dune does, like, I'm, I'm super, super stoked Hyped for- Hyped for Dune. I'm a total fucking stand for that director, though. Who did it? Denis Villanueva, or whatever how you say his I love that name. last name. Villanueva's a fun he, name to he, say. He, everything that he's ever done is at least decent. Like, I didn't... Arrival got a lot bigger hype than I thought. Like, it was an interesting movie with a very interesting concept. But it wasn't as... Uh, it wasn't my thing like that. Keep talking. I just want to know the name of the second movie I don't like. Um, But he did Prisoners with Hugh Jackman and uh, fucking... What's his name? Why do I? Why is the first thing I thought of Bubble Paul Boy? Paul Dano. Bubble Boy. Yeah, Paul Dano. Oh, Jake and, Gyllenhaal. Uh, G- Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't. That's fucking funny as shit. So wait though. Actually, let's stop right here and talk about this specifically. Jake Gyllenhaal. Your first thing that pops into your head when you hear the name is Bubble Boy. Not normally. I uh, haven't thought of what, that. What movie is the first? Years. Is that the first role you think of Jake Gyllenhaal in? No. I think the majority of I us probably, remember Don Darko. I think. Well, I think that. No, see. That was a movie that I had on DVD and watched a bunch back in the day, but he's had such a long career that the first things I end up thinking of are either Nightcrawler or Brokeback Mountain. I still haven't and seen I've never even back. seen Brokeback Mountain, but I just I have it in it. my head right away. We should we should watch it one day. We should do a Brokeback Mountain watch along. Yeah, we'll put it on that. We'll put it on that. They can watch <laughs> it with sure. us because I've sure. never seen it. My dad is. Literally, since it came out, like, just watch it, dude. You'll love this shit. Bubble Boy is the first... Big J says Bubble Boy is 100% the first thing he thinks See, of. See, I think... I do. I think a lot of people think of him as Bubble Boy first. But, yeah, the grudge... the guy, Or not the grudge. The guy that directed Blade Runner 2049, he directed... Um, he, the Villanueva dude? Yeah, he directed he directed Blade Runner 2049. He directed Sicario. He directed... Oh, yeah, we talked about him yeah, one day. He, yeah, he's he's a, he's a modern... Fo- Wait, was that? He has not... As far as I'm concerned, he hasn't made a bad movie yet. Did we talk about that on stream? Did we do one of these about him? Mm-hmm. We talked about it before, then. We've talked about it for sure, though. Because you looked up... We 100% talked about it. What, what were we doing that day? Uh, probably, second film... We were probably supposed to do something. Will you look stuff. up the movie she was in with Coach? You know, like Coach... Um, we got to look up Coach first. The fuck is Coach's name? Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson. All right. Because one of the best rap lines ever that dawned on me way late was... The uh, Family Stone? The Family Stone. Oh, my God. We thought it was going to be a comedy. I went with my best friend at the time, 
Like, one of the only kids from high school, I like, we graduated, and I was like, you're still cool. Um, we thought it was going to be a comedy. And we got there, and it's like, she's dying of cancer. Yeah. So we were just in the back of the theater like. You're like, it's got Luke Wilson. It's going to be a hoot. Yeah, I'm like, when is, <laughs> when is this shit funny? We're talking all this shit. And then this, like, burly mom-looking bitch turns around in her seat, and she's like, are you guys going to shut up? You've been talking the whole fucking movie. And I was like, well, it sucks. And then, <laughs> and then she cussed me the fuck out, and we watched that shit in silence for about, God, it felt like an hour. It's probably like 15 minutes. At that point, you got to kick me out of the theater. I'm going to go ahead and keep talking and have this lady go I don't know why we, like, we had enough balls to talk shit to her, and then when she came back at us, we were just like, sorry, ma'am. Excuse me. Excuse us. <laughs> Excuse the, us. The third movie would be um, fucking X-Men Origins Wolverine. You only gave two movies. I guess I just gave you two, and now my. You third said the is, Family Stone, and the, oh, then you said the, the third first one movie. was um, Wolf Creek. Oh yeah, Wolf Creek. I'm, the I'm third one is X Men Origins Wolverine. Is fucking awful, dude. Yeah, like just fucking awful. I fucking literally gave up on the, everything with them at that point. First yeah. Class was really good. First Class was really good, but it I don't wasn't know a how... Brian Singer film. Yeah, they, that dude went and did Kingsman, and look, people love the fucking Kingsman movies. Brian, Brian Singer's so hit or miss. It's something He's Vaughn so who did. so super hit or miss. Yeah, with fucking underage buttholes. Like, he makes, like, he like he does shit like the usual suspects and fucking Kingsman, and then in the middle there's some real stuff. He didn't make Kingsman. He didn't? Then why Vaughn, did you say he made Kingsman? The dude who made First Class made, King, oh, made, made Kingsman. Oh, yeah. Some, Matthew Vaughn, that yeah. was his name. And yeah. those were, First Class was so fucking good. It was definitely the best one, I think. And the one after that was good, too, which is why it was so fucking disappointing that Apocalypse and Phoenix were so bad. Oh, so bad, bro. What else? Like, I know for Brian, a fact... X2 was really good, too, though. X2 wasn't bad. Um, well, just that first, that Nightcrawler sequence was so awesome. I, I honestly oh based God. it just off that. He directed... I didn't like Days of Future Past. He directed... I liked Days of Future Past. Ugh. It wasn't the best, but I liked it. I, I liked what it. If, what if someone could go back in time and their mind could heal as fast as it's ripped apart? Shut the fuck up, Hugh Jackman. Just get on the table. What? Go. He wasn't. Was he in Days of Future Past? Yeah, he's the one. He delivers the worst line. Oh, They're yeah, like, we yeah. can't send you back, Professor. You're too fucking yeah, old. That's one of those movies where the best part of the whole movie is the opening sequence. Just like Blink. Origin. Is that Blink doing the shit? No, that's when they're getting. Yeah, when they when they blinks when they, opening the portals and shit and they're yeah, fighting. So fire. Yeah, yeah. So right fire. at the very beginning when they're in the future fighting. Honestly, it's good. You the get whole to see time. Bishop for two seconds. I always like Bishop. It's crazy that how guy much couldn't I didn't, even speak English and got that role. It's crazy to me. Like people say that people say that representation, white folks say that representation isn't that important. They don't understand why that shit happens. And I didn't realize until I was an adult how many black characters I connected with because I didn't I didn't re- like realize that's what it was, but like I loved Bishop. You know, like I loved like there were lots Bishop of- was one of the most, and that's I don't think it's a race thing with with that show specifically because all the white characters on X Men were just fucking idiots. <laughs> well, They're fucking even, idiots, all of X- them. X Men's always going to be my favorite, but I mean in general, I realized in lots of films and shows, I gravitated to the black characters without realizing like my the Black Ranger was always my favorite. Without Power a doubt, Ranger, just you Zach. Know? Yeah, like he's like, only got half a finger. Like lots of that shit, I never even thought about until I was an adult, and I realized. Like, damn, representation is very important because, Hell yeah. that's how, you know, like for sure, as a kid growing up, didn't realize how much of I, I was trying to find myself in these characters. Yeah, that's why, like, a lot of the 80s comic fans are really big fans of Dazzler mm-hmm. because, like, certain 80s fans, I don't know, that's probably too specific. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, um, that, yeah, I think that's always the same. That's why I think I always liked. Black character specifically because my neighbor, I was like the only white kid. So all the kids in the neighborhood were black. Yeah. And then it's like, that's what they like. So I was like, 
I like them too. I like Bishop. He's tight. Bishop was tight. Spawn was tight. Brian Singer was really bad, actually. Most Awful. Everything like he okay. Apt pupil is okay. Um, the Usual Suspects is a classic. The Superman Returns was tight. Really good. Superman. I, I, I can't it. comment on that because I don't like Superman. I don't care for Superman. It at was all. just a really good way to do Christopher Reeves movies. That's all I'm basing that right. on. But he did a good job at that. Um, Valkyrie. I thought that was a good movie. Valkyrie is the worst historical film I have ever seen. I don't even know how accurate it is. I'm not talking about accuracy, but I have never had a movie that I completely couldn't get into because it wasn't immersive because of the lead actor. Who is it? Is it Chris Pine? No, that is fucking uh, fucking Tom Cruise, all right? Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. So it's like about the plot to kill Hitler, right? You get the... You get the plot to kill Hitler, which is an interesting story in and of itself, but you've got all of these actors that are European in the movie, except for Tom Cruise. And does Tom Cruise even put on an accent? Everybody else has got a German accent, He's an just fucking... accent. And then Tom Cruise is just like, guys, what? listen, guys. A what a accent? Angler? He's out there just fishing? <laughs> He's got, it's like there's, like there's German accents, there's English accents, and then Tom Cruise rolls in like, guys, guys, we got to kill Hitler. Hey, listen, guys. we got to kill Hitler. Shit. We gotta kill Hitler. Like he's doing, like he's fucking, he's Tom Cruise doing Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's Tom Cruise in he's that like movie where he's in Jack a fat Reacher suit. Is fucking, was How many Tom Cruise movies have you seen? You're right, though. He's like that in Jerry Maguire. He yes, starts freaking yes, out. Yes, that's the, that's the, like that's the Tom Cruise. Character. God, that's the only Tom Cruise movie I've seen. The only Tom Cruise movie that I have wanted to see in the last 20 years is Edge of Tomorrow, and I haven't seen it yet. Is that. I th- that's saying, maybe one, I've seen a Mission Impossible. Me, that's the one that you might Oh, I watched it with her with uh, Jen's dad. Yeah, that shit told, was fire. Yeah, yeah. That one I've heard is really fucking tight. It's based on an anime or a manga or something like that, so that's cool. Um, definitely want to see that one, but otherwise, the, I've, I've tried to watch God. Minority Report because I'm a big Philip K. Dick fan. I just, <laughs> <laughs> Philip, Philip K. Dick. I wish his middle Philip, name was yeah, A. Philip K. Dick. Philip a Dick. Philip K. Dick is one of the greatest sci-fi writers. Like the Man in the High Tower, Blade Runner, um, Minority Report, uh, A Scanner Darkly. Like tons of his shit became movies. Scanner Darkly yeah. was f- weird, but fire. Yeah, it was. Corey Rory Cochran is that his name? Rory Culkin or Cochran? I think it's Cochran. Okay. He's in um, Dazed and Confused. Oh yeah, yeah he's yeah. Slater. That mm-hmm. he's. He's like in a tub, and they're just yeah, like, ah, dude. it was fucking weird. Yeah. It was all sh- cell shading. Cell shaded, yeah. It was a really cool movie. Yeah, and we fucking don't get too many movies like that original anymore. 300 is actually not a historical movie, Big J. That's actually based on a comic book. It's The comic book is based on a historical event. I mean, but loosely, written by but Frank fucking loosely. Miller. Frank yeah. Miller is loosely is the key fucking term there. Yeah, it's not. I wouldn't classify that as a movie attempting to be a historical movie. Oh, you wait till you see us remake it, because the shots that I edited for that one <laughs> look so fucking good. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to see that shit. You see, it's like we're in a neighborhood instead of yeah. uh, in Rome and shit. <laughs> That's so good. I can't wait to get those fucking clips up here. I got to edit Jesus Chrysler. I need to shoot it. I've got some other ideas that I might try to shoot solo. I'm not used to shooting solo sketches, so I'm going to make an effort. It's not as fun for me, so whenever it comes, like, I like it editing. It sucks when I'm not, now that I'm sober. <laughs> it's like, Fucking I like sucks. editing. Well, it's like I come up with the ideas, and they're really funny, but then I got to get myself up. That's why I it. said do them. I'll do them on, I'll just set it up on my stream so I don't have to edit it. Or like how we did the improv, I'll mm-hmm. green screen it. 
I just don't want to. It's sometimes a fun experience, but it never really works. But it always gets me in the mood to turn my shit off and do it. I've got that fucking skateboarder history where I'm like, I don't want anybody to see my shit until it's ready. I don't want this yeah, shit. Yeah, no you one's know, watching like, my fucking streams anyways, though. Yeah, so well, like, I get fucking people popping <laughs> I can get in. away with it. I, and I also feel a total obligation to chat. I feel it's like Big J's talking right now, and I know I haven't read 90% of that shit. And I I've feel read like, the good stuff, and I, I mean, I keep looking over and glancing at it, but I feel like I feel like I have, like I have to be communicating with chat. That's yeah, part of the normally, reason, yeah. That's, that's a, part yeah. of the reason why I've put off RP because it's so hard to RP and pay attention to chat at the same time. Just most of the oh, that's actually easier now that I'm sober. Yeah, like, and, dude, I, I, I don't know how I was doing it drunk. What paying attention to chat at all? Even RPing, bro. Even I was RP. like, <laughs> I was, I watched those clips and I was awful at it. I treated people really Dude, shitty, clips, so I the, apologize to all those people. The clips now are pretty fucking funny. Right? Yeah, but I feel so much. It makes sense to me now. Like it's, it's really weird. It's I'm really glad I fucking quit drinking. <laughs> yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. Like like the fucking like porno Paul standing on top of the car playing the guitar and shit like that. I love that fucking was clip. Fucking killing me, dude. You gotta take this to a mechanic. I think that idea sucks. I just want to rock porno Paul. <laughs> that shit was killing me. But yeah, I've been thinking about it, but also like I feel such a commitment to paying attention to chat that I'm yeah. also worried about that because anytime I've ever been in an RP stream of like one of the bigger RPers, they they are not paying a damn bit of attention yeah, to chat. No. There's no attention paid. They're to locked chat. into it. A lot yeah. of times I almost just want to cut my camera off and that just RP while it's playing. Yeah, which I get that. Like and that's the you know, that's the real immersive way to do it to not have yourself on yeah. camera. But at the same time, when you're embodying your character, when you got the outfit and shit, yeah, like that's that, it's really that's easy to do thing. it that way because yeah. then I'm engaging with chat like it's a voice in my head, mm -hmm. and you can actually. Re I think there's a rule where you can like refer to that. Yeah, well, that's what, yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, that's what they say is I'm in my head or something. Like I'm that. in my head. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I've always I want to do that, but I've also been seeing Red Dead Redemption Two RP RP popping up here and there. That I think would be a little bit more fun. Oh my god. 1942 Porto Paul. <laughs> 1942. Yeah. Do you so have any wood dildos? I don't fucking know. You're like Red Dead Redemption Two at the, <laughs> the <laughs> America on the cusp of World War Two. The West wild, except for Pearl Harbor. When did they stop doing cowboys? <laughs> In the early 1900s. This is yeah. Okay, so like Red Dead Redemption One takes place in the early 1910s, I think. Red Dead Redemption Two is a prequel. So it takes yeah, place. I was gonna say, isn't the know. turn of the century happen? Yeah, during yeah, the game. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know, man. I'm just saying, porno Paul with a wood dildo, wood teeth. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, definitely want to get into some a fucking banjo RP streaming because I gotta. I get, I just do shit. Just it's so fucking fun. This is the thing is when you're. I'm not super focused on the stream. I just got. I just know I gotta get those hours in. You know, like it's yeah. like it's like I gotta get those reps in. I gotta get those hours in. I gotta be there so people know that I'm there. But I know that we're not doing anything important on stream right now unless we're having. One of those nights. It's great for content, though. In that exact moment where if yes. nothing's popping off, you're still. At least That's why, like, one of the shit. things I have to do, I'm going to start putting more gaming content on our channel because I realized I was talking to Big J about it, and he's converting a lot more of his shorts viewers to subscribers on his channel than we are on YouTube. Right. And I was like, I wonder if it's because lots of our shorts are gaming based and they go to our channel and there's not a lot of gaming videos on the channel. That could be it. You know? Yeah, so like, it could be it. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I wonder if it's just like they're seeing lots of the stuff from the stream and they go on the channel and they're like, where, where's the fucking? Where the fuck is yeah? yeah where's the where's the game? Where's, where's the, the, the shit? gameplay? Yeah. 
Where's the Hitman gameplay? Exactly. I that's love what, that shit. Those are my favorite clips. Dude, those clips are so fucking funny. And that's why that's why I was I was saying I gotta have take this, you hungry bitch. <laughs> I gotta have I have to have games that if there's no because I like to stream in the day sometimes. I have to play best. I have to play games that I can create funny content out of if I'm playing it all by myself. So there's yeah. lots of games like obviously Skater XL is the game I play ninety nine point nine percent of the time if I'm off stream. But on stream, it's not really fun. It's not really fun for viewers. Why? I love your fucking Skater XL streams. Because it's just me talking about skateboards. I wouldn't weird? say it's I'm not sorry. fun. I wouldn't say it's not fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you really did just take off your them. shoe and I can sniff smell it. them. <laughs> hey, they're cool though. It's it's not it's that it's a small market. It's a small market is what it is. Yeah. So and I know you. That probably makes it a little more enjoyable cuz it's like watching you I don't know. I really do like your fucking Skater XL streams. Yeah, Honestly, they're the probably my is, favorite. The problem is like you're not bringing in like you're not bringing in viewers that are going to stick around. If you are bringing in viewers, they're there because they want to see Skater XL because the Skater XL community is yeah. small and tight knit. Yeah, you tight, know, and tight. there's like, I mean, if you look at any given time, the average amount of people playing Skater XL on PC is only like 500 people. So, think uh, about that, and then think about trying to draw those viewers. I was in one server in GTA RP with 500 people. Like Milky, the number one Skater XL fucking streamer. Somehow pulls an average of a hundred viewers every time he streams Skater XL. Hmm. That is like a fifth of the active player base at a given time. But you have to look at someone with a hundred viewers who has to stream skateboarding games or he loses viewers and be like, "There's no upside to that. That's a dead end job. Yeah. That's a, you know, like that's that's what it was with Truck Simulator. It's like yeah. okay, the maximum amount of viewers we can get out of Truck Simulator." is Not a enough. portion of this small community that are, you know, 5,000 people watching it. Right. We want 5,000 viewers at a fucking time, not right. a portion of a 5,000 viewer pie. Right. Fall guys, here we come. Fall guy, here we come. Fucking, I'm about to start playing all kinds of first-person shooters all the time, and that's it. I'm going to play fucking Halo. <laughs> but oh, You can see my seven hairs. See yeah, them? All seven. I counted them on the screen. One, two, three, four, seven. So as far as we're doing this backwards this time, we're talking about business at the end. Fuck it. Hell yeah. Um, Small it. There's business. Oh, no, that's not how it works, is it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for for me, to like being a variety streamer works a lot better because it fits my personality more. I get tired of a video game after a certain amount of time, and I got to get out of it. Well, I get quick. I'm, I just don't think I'm a gamer. I hate to admit it, but I think it's just not in my blood like it's in your blood. It's not even in I mean, I love video it's games. It's in your blood, bro. I love video games, but I can't play them like your I used to. Your mutant gene like was I used unlocked to, when you were born. Like, I just, I love video games. I think I love video games more than I love playing video games, if that makes any sense. That makes total sense. Yeah, like, That's I love video games more. Are. Yeah, I love video games more than I love playing video games. I love how they're created i love the art that goes into that you know there's a there's it's such a ridiculous large scale um collaboration you know it's a, such a huge collaborative artistic effort that i have such a high yeah. respect for it and how difficult it must be yeah. to put it all together um so i like learning about video games and the creation process and stuff like that a lot more than i like actually playing games because right now when i stream for six hours I am fucking, by the time we get to hour five, I'm fucking done playing video games. Like, you will never catch me sitting here playing video games by myself for three hours. Not times, even three hours. If the stream dude, is not tough. on, I'm not playing video I games for that period of time. barely can make it through an hour when I stream Every games. now and again, a game will come out. Hey, Tony Casta. Tony Casta. How's it hey, going? Hey, Tony, how you doing? Um, 
every now and then a game will come like humankind i got stuck on that for a couple of days where i was playing that all fucking day oh yeah it's, the, it's a board game and it takes you all day to beat one you know yeah. play one game but it's very rare that i get into a game that i'm like i want to play off stream or a game that i know that it's so good i can play it off stream and i'll still want to play it when the time comes to stream. stranded deep stranded that was me that was like the only game i like because you have to put in actual time to get further mm -hmm. i enjoyed it i like enjoyed fucking doing it and i like doing it while streaming there's that loop too that survival games are my shit i love that fucking game loop. loop you said loop loop the loop. gameplay loop that's the gameplay loop is referred to any game has a loop right and that means that you do this to do this to do this to yeah, do yeah. this okay and the gameplay loop okay. of survival games is Find food, yep. build yourself a shelter, figure stuff out, now figure out how to build yourself a nicer shelter. Right. So there's you know, so you feel and like some there's some protect yourself there, is put yeah. in there. And, and there's there's a little bit of creativity in there. Yep. There's some open endedness. You know, there's a lot to like about those types of games like the forest. You know, Minecraft. The, the forest, Minecraft. I love the, the forest. Minecraft's too. one of the OGs. The forest is my favorite survival game for sure. Because I think it'll get there for me. I just haven't played it enough, but I really the, fucking you can enjoy get it. So much. It's got a good story. Don't light yourself on fire. <laughs> it's got a great story, and most survival games don't. Oh, cut I that just, one off early, I, I think. <laughs> um, it's got a great story, which most survival games don't. Yeah. It's got a fucking... They don't even have a fucking story It's the very well-contained. Lots of survival games have the issue where they get too big, and then the, the game itself suffers from a performance perspective. Yeah. Um, Ark has weird fucking issues all the time. Weird I tried it. Issues. Just couldn't really get into Ark, period. Ark, it's, a, it's much harder to get into solo. Ark is a lot more fun when you have a lot of people to play with. I think I actually had my brother play with me, and it was awful. Cause yeah. Because he just you, beat the shit out of me as soon as we spawned. Even just one or two people, it's not as fun. When we were doing the whole fucking Land of the Hoth server, that was a lot of fun. And if I wasn't the one that had to do all of the server backend shit, yeah. I probably would have stuck with that a lot longer because of how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's but like... holy shit, every single day was a new fucking, hey, can you add this to the game? Can you do this? Well, what if we do this? Well, what if we do that? And I realized three quarters of the way that I can't put the shaving cream back in the can, that I've gone way further than I wanted to. I think it's this, toothpaste. It's the same fucking thing. And it's the same. It's like I, it was too, like I, I can't undo all of the shit that I added without it being worse. Yeah. And the only reason why I was adding things in was because people were requesting it. Because, like what type of things? Well, I anticipated when I started the server, people, it was an RP server. And that people knew RP and would want to play it as an RP perspective. So you're not really playing it by yourself all the time. Right. I wasn't expecting that people were going to get hooked on the game because the game itself is so much fun. For whatever reason, that thought didn't cross my mind. So people are putting tons. Hey, Ransom. How's it going? What up, Ransom? So people are putting tons of hours into the server when I'm offline. Right. So they're getting bored because they're, I've <clears throat> limited the amount of shit that you can do okay, to yeah. keep us with that stranded on an island vibe. Because yep. you get too far in Ark, and there's like fucking, you can get jetpacks and fucking mechs and all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. But if you keep it based at Land of the Lost, that, you know, you know people trapped and don't know what's going on. Like originally the idea was you only get the bare bones shit, and that's it for for an extended period of time. Yeah. And then by the time it got too far where I was adding more because people wanted me to add more, 
I realized like this isn't what I want it to be. People aren't really people don't really care about the RP. They're just playing the game. I don't have a lot of RPers on this server. Right. I have oh, a okay. good amount of people on the server, yeah, but yeah. I don't have a lot of RPers on this. Right. Server. So it ended up being a fucking thing where I'm spending tons of time off stream just working on the server. And dev do, shit. Yeah, doing dev shit. And by the time I get on to play, there's either, you know, there's a dwindling amount of people or those people are already have ideas for things that they want to do. And it's just like it's there's a lot going on that didn't. By the time we changed islands and stuff like that, which was the right move, it was like half of the people were already left. And I was like, I don't have I'm trying to build the channel and shit. I don't have enough time to try to build the server, too. Right. You know, like, I have right. all the other stuff that I want to do. I don't have the same amount of time to try to find other RPers to play on the server. So it became too much to manage, and it got too far away from what the original premise was because it became too much about the video game and not enough about the RP. Right. You know, so if you were in the RP, then it didn't matter how far you got in the rest of the game. It didn't matter what advancements you wanted there because it's all about interacting with the other people. Right. We're fucking lost on an island with giant dinosaurs. How did we get here? What's going on? You know, like, oh, my God, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> it got way away from that to the point where it's just like we're, nobody's RPing anymore. We're playing ARC, and I'm using an accent. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's, you know, so it ended up dying out. Hey, tell me something terrible. What nice to do, baby? Nice to see you. Nice to see you. That's so that beard looking. dying out a little bit faster than I would have hoped, and I think that we could have got a lot of good content on there if we had more people. Yeah, yeah. More RPers. Because that was if you P see pre-PC chat. Yeah, pre-PC chat. If I had had you, that thing would have lasted a lot longer. At least two more weeks. At least two more weeks. Because the content we got out of it was great. Shit was great. The me and Julie would watch that shit. The content we got out of it was great. We loved that It shit. was so good. But I, re I stopped editing the content because I'm like, I'm on the, t I'm, five weeks ahead of the content or a couple weeks ahead of the content and I realize that the content is going to start dying real yeah. soon because there's nothing going on anymore. Yeah. So I decided where I ended it was probably like like that was the peak. You know, like right. I'm going to go ahead and end it while this shit is still you good. Dextered it. So people can't see it. Yes. And did the opposite of the Dexter. I thought Dexter ended, ended on a good note. Or that final season was good. No, no. Dexter literally was like seven seasons too long. <laughs> Most most was it? Yeah, like if you look at the like it's one of those it's one of those shows like The Walking Dead that held on to its oh. fans. It held on to its fans for a long time, but the quality of the show was dead long before the show itself. I only watched Dexter because it was like Jen show way back in the day, and I was like, "Well, she watched so much, she don't watch." Dexter. I couldn't. I tried to get, but into, then I liked it. I tried to get into Dexter for the if I here's the thing, and that's my cousin. If you're supposed to have a twist, also, and I can call that twist out real quick. Then I'm instantly. What was the off twist in Dexter that he was There's, fucking his sister? No, no, that was way further than I got. That's way further. I didn't make it past the first season. Oh yeah, he totally. Because I took one look at this fucking doctor character, and I'm like, he's the fucking killer. And they only see him for two seconds in one episode, and then like four episodes later, you oh. find out he's the killer. The second I John found Lithgow. Out, no, that's again way later. Damn, I don't think later. I've seen the beginning of Dexter. Way later. Then. Yeah, that was way later. I literally, but I was just like, I think that guy is the killer. And they only had him in like a scene for a second, being a, doing regular doctor shit. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I looked at him. I'm like, you know what? I've seen him in other shit. He's kind of important. This is a weird bit role for him to have. He's for sure the killer. They're putting him in here. Like when Telly from Kids was on Law and Order, you're like, he did something bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why is he on this show? So the second that it revealed that he was the killer, I didn't even finish that episode. This shit got shut off. Damn. <laughs> I did that. I think with I did with Walking Dead, like season two or three. I was. Just like, the walk, yeah, that one got shut off 
that's because I read enough of the comics to realize like they are butchering this. Right. Oh, the yeah, comics. Yeah. yeah, I read the I read enough of the comics to know that the characters that people like right now didn't even exist in the comics, which is fine. But all of the most hated characters are the most beloved characters in the comics. And that was when I had a problem. When people are oh. like, kill Dale. Like, the fan base is like, you guys need to kill Dale. He's fucking annoying. You guys need to kill Andrea. She's fucking annoying. When the fan base did that and they responded by killing the characters that the fan base wanted to see dead. Not only that, but those characters weren't written well. They weren't, what was like, my man's name who did Punisher? What was his character's name? John Bethernall? Yeah. His character lasted longer than he did in the... Fucking hated him. His character... Yeah, his character lasted longer than he did in the comic, and that was one of the good deviations, because I felt like he was a good enough... He was awful. I mean, he was really good at... He was good good at being awful. God, I fucking hated him. Shane. Yes, Shane. Shane. Shane was a... Yeah, Shane. Shane. Shane was a good... Shane was a good enough antagonist that their decision to keep him on for an extra season was fine for me. Who else was like that? Where I really lost it... When, when the show really lost me, because I, I had to watch them kill Dale just because Dale... Who's Dale? Dale was was the old guy that had the RV. In the, oh, oh, yeah, um, okay. And, the, and Dale, great actor. The guy that plays him is a great actor. And people didn't like his character, even though Dale is, like I said, he's one of the most beloved characters in the comics. People love Dale. Um, but he told them to write him off the show because they can't they fucked Frank Darabont who was the original showrunner which is why the first couple seasons are so much better than all the other ah, seasons because Frank Darabont that's like Shawshank Redemption like you know he's done some great great fucking work yeah so once they got rid of him that shit went downhill they switched a couple of times after that producers and stuff like that um showrunners show are mad yeah, showrunners yeah they are so they did that and then they did the same thing to Andrea where Andrea's character was so insufferable that everybody just wanted to see her die. And Andrea, by the time, at this point, that everybody wanted to see her die, Andrea, Carl, and Rick are the only characters in the comic books that are still alive from the first issue. So Andrea is so beloved in the comics that she still exists by the time she's killed off in the show. Wow. Yes. You know, so, like, that's how bad they butchered that character. And then what really, when I really got off of it was when I realized they just can't do the things in the comic on this show because this show is on network television. And I'm not talking about um, the violence because the violence was there, but some of the, the, some of the matter that they couldn't discuss, like um, Michonne has a complete vendetta against the governor. She doesn't know why there's just something fucking weird about that guy. And she wants to follow him and she wants to track him and she wants to kill him, but she's not sure why she has no motivation other than just how bad hunch about the, uh, about the... Serious school shooter shit right there. Yeah, she just got a bad hunch about him. He, the governor raped her, tortured her, all of that shit in the comic book. So by the time she's doing this in the show, in the comic book, she had an actual fucking reason wow. to, want to, to want to kill yeah. him. Well, that's an important thing why you should keep those two things separate, though. Yeah. Like... Well, I think, well, I think if you... you I'm okay with deviations in the source material if they make sense. Like I said, Shane sticking around for an extra season yeah. was absolutely the right move. But when the, you're doing something like that where you're like, what's this character's motivation? What's her motivation? Why does she... And you know in the comics she has an actual motivation. Right. That's a yeah, huge... you can't really say that. On, what was it on FX? AMC. AMC. Well, you should have got away with a little bit at least. Well, I think that's why I'm more, that's why I'm more stoked for The Last of Us. Because mm. the video games, I think the plot in The Last of Us is better than 
The Walking Dead, for one, just the base plot and how things go. Is that a zombie thing, too? Yes. But it's a zombie thing with an actual fucking backing. It's the only zombie movie I've ever seen where they took a real-life virus, twisted it, and turned it into the zombie virus. What virus? Cordyceps. Cordyceps affects animals and shit like that, and it's literally a virus that takes over their brain and zombifies like insects and shit like that. And it has the same look that they gave the zombie. Like, Wait, all is of- that what the people in New Brunswick are dealing with right now? Oh, I fucking hope not. <laughs> There's like something there. Uh, let's see. Man, because I swear I read that shit. What the fuck? I yes. say, honestly, wait, this is it? Yes, cordyceps insects. Hold on. Cordyceps sinise. So it's related to Gary, Gary Sinise. It zombifies. So you grow mushrooms? It's, it's a fungus that zombifies insects and takes over their brain, and it, it still is allowed, it still controls some of their motor functions and shit like that. So what is the goal of the fungus once it's taken I over? I do not know the science, but I do know that that's a legit thing that if, you know, if you take this, you're like, oh, imagine cordyceps infected humans. Bam. That's a whole fresh take on the zombie genre. Yeah. And it allowed them to do fresh things with how they looked and how they acted, you know, things like that. They, they have mushrooms growing out? They Yeah, kind of Some like. Some patak mushrooms? Yeah, like the fucking, uh, in The Last of Us, the zombies look super unique. I just thought it was like a dead. Oh yeah, they look definitely look like fungus. That's really cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah, it was super original. You know what I'm saying? Can you click that dude and the and the suggested on the left? Sweet, he's got like a fungus Hitler haircut. (laughs) Hell yeah! But yeah, The Last of Us has a really. It's got a really good base concept. It's got really good writing because you care about the characters from the beginning to end. You care about. It opens up with something that's absolutely emotionally jarring. You're crying within the first 15 minutes, and then bam, you care about these people for the rest of it. Just like I had no fucking idea it was a zombie thing, dude. It's in The Last of Us. I I I remember once that game finished. I haven't beaten the second one yet. I need to, Um, but I know that HBO trying to option The Last of Us. And meeting the demands yeah. of that's the one thing that I'm worried about. Part of the reason why there was no Last of Us movie before, no Uncharted movie or anything like that, is yeah. because Naughty Dog was like, "We will do this." The, the game studio, they're like, "We will do this," yeah, but yeah. we're keeping creative control. So, so they, they so have... one of the showrunners is Neil Druckmann, the creator of the video games, the guy that wrote oh. the whole story. That's oh, the only cool. place. The only place it can go wrong is if he's on some Frank Miller shit. And he's actually really bad at the movie. Part. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll see. You know, that's but I feel like video so games. So who is are, doing the what was the other one you just said? Drake? Uncharted? Yeah, Uncharted. Who's doing that? They're making that a movie. Tom that was Holland. Supposed to be Tom Holland. Which, it is, which I is weird. Yeah, which is weird. Isn't it Tom Holland and um, Tom Holland is great, but he doesn't fit the look and age of the character. Not at all. Yeah. Who's and then what's the old dude's name in that sh- in that game? Uh Sully. Yeah, that's uh Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that's that's what that's that casting weird. is weird right away. Like, what are you doing, the, Drake? The, the, the casting of the, the Last of Us is perfect already because Pedro Pascal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. already doing the same fucking kind of character in The Mandalorian, yep. basically. That and I, that guy is really good. He's good looking. really good. Looking. Very strikingly handsome. Um, I have not seen him in anything I dislike yet. He's one of those guys that I haven't seen him in anything I don't like. Seen Wonder Woman? I haven't seen Wonder Woman. I think he was in Wonder Woman for a split second. I don't really fuck with DC. It would. I mean, it's a three-hour movie, and it was awful. <laughs> Damn. But HBO, part of the reason that they picked up The Last of Us and gave into those demands, like, yes, Neil can help 
run the show and stuff like that is probably because they passed on The Walking Dead and it became oh. one of the biggest hits in television history. Mm. When I found that out, I was like, dude, how much fucking better would this show have been if it was an HBO show? Because HBO, HBO doesn't miss. Hits. Yeah, yeah, they don't HBO fucking makes miss. Hits. My, some of my favorite shows of all time, HBO. I need to finish the HBO Watchmen series. I know that it's more like an original thing. I liked that one, too. I only saw a couple of them, but that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah it was an original twist on it, but that's the perfect, you know, fuck Alan Moore. Yeah, yeah. Um, fucking, uh, but yeah, even their miniseries, their miniseries are all great. Righteous Gemstones is super fucking good. check that out. It so really fucking good. good. Um, fucking Chernobyl was one of the best things ever. I need to watch Chernobyl that. is one of the best historical things I've ever seen, where, like, you're watching something that's a historical movie about something that happened, and it's got the atmosphere of a pure horror movie. It's got I mean, the, yeah. It's got those vibes I'm talking about where you're like, holy fucking shit. Like, the yeah. whole time, you're, like, yeah. glued to your seat, like, in there. The suspense builds and builds and builds. To because butts. Well, because it's, you, we now know how bad fucking radiation is for humans. Yeah, yeah. They didn't know a lot of that shit at the time. Yeah, you don't so get mutant powers. Yeah, you so just get mutants. You're watching this shit knowing how bad radiation is for these people, and they don't even know. So Yikes. that's kind of like where a lot of the suspense is in Chernobyl. Was that a Vice thing? What? Chernobyl? Or is it an actual show? It was an actual show. Oh, that's what right. I mean. They did okay. a miniseries about the actual thing that happened, which has been one of those weird historical events that I've been obsessed with since I was fucking since I was a little kid for some reason. Just Call of idea. Duty. Just, no, it was before Call of Duty. It was I've like, always known about it too. That is weird. Yeah, because it was such a, it was, you know, it's a giant fucking. Ex- it's. I swear it's we a learned giant about plot it. of land that you can't ever. Yeah. Well, for a really, really long time. Thousands of years. Yeah. <laughs> really, really long time. Yeah, like it's and so is. I've always wanted to know a little bit more about it, and seeing it put into action was really, really interesting. Um. Hmm. Yeah, they've got so many. The, the it's night a of face. the night of is pretty good. That's another Never mini series. It's just about someone being wrong. Oh yeah, convicted. it's got John Turturro, who's the Jesus. He's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. John yeah. Turturro's amazing. Um, but yeah, that's another great mini series that they did. But they, like you said, they. When they miss, it's like this is okay, but it's yeah. never. You know, I never watched an HBO show like, wow, this fucking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> like Succession. I just got into Succession, and that movie. I need to is, obviously get my HBO so thing good, back. Dude. Succession is so good. I haven't had it since Righteous Gemstones wrapped up. There's no likable characters. Love that. Like it's there's a bunch of rich prick assholes, and they do a really good job. There's one scene in in particular in the first season that got me, where. These people run a media, you know, they run a media conglomerate. So they're, you know, multi, multi, huge, hundreds of millions of dollars, the whole family. And on the dad's birthday, they go to play a game of baseball. So they take helicopters all the way to this baseball field where there's just a small Mexican family. And one of the characters that's fucking insufferable is like, hey, little kid, if you hit a home run, I'll give you this check for a million dollars. Writes a check for a million dollars, watches him get out, and is like, oh, man, you were so close. Rips it in half, puts it in his pocket. You were so close. And they're focusing on not only the kid trying to hit this home run, but the two parents who are clearly impoverished or, you know, working class people. And at the end of the game, they get in their helicopters and they fly off. And you see the family standing there on the field watching the helicopters fly off. They're, wa- you're, they're following their reaction to the helicopters flying off. And you realize, like, 
they're trying to show you that these characters are beyond human. It's like watching aliens come from the sky and do some crazy shit you've never seen before, and and that's a life you will never know because they just get up and they get back into their helicopters and they fly away. Right. What's it and called? And they do su- succession. They do a good job at showing you how different life is for people like that versus a normal person. And when I saw that scene specifically, I was like, <coughs> that is fucking genius. Yeah, just how the shot good. lingers on their reaction to them flying away. I was like, that is fucking powerful. Hmm. And it's also hilarious because they're all fucking pricks and this it's just funny. The whole thing, hmm. you feel bad. All the HBO shows are like low-key funny for some reason. You feel bad enjoying because you, these are bad fucking people. Yeah, like they're shitty all people. assholes. They're pricks. That's what makes Righteous Gemstones so fucking good. They're yeah. all just pieces <laughs> of shit. But it's so funny. Rory Culkin's character, Macaulay Culkin's younger brother, oh, yeah. is he steals any fucking scene he's in. Total fucking asshole. He's an absolute... Oh, I've watched some reviews on this shit. I... I waited like two years. Like, the third season is coming out this month. I just we just started watching the first season. I was like, holy shit! I wasted two years not watching this. Well, fuck like, it. Years, what if that it. reminds me? What if when you watch a movie where you regret and want your time back? What if movies come with a voucher and when you die you can turn them in? <laughs> well, that'd be nice. I'd turn in. A, I'd turn in those three for sure. Damn. What movie? Okay. Here's we'll flip that backwards then to end it out. Okay. What movies did you watch years after they came out that you were like? Damn, I should have watched this years ago. Almost everything, because I'm like late to everything. Yeah, I, I Big like... Lebowski. Um, man, you had me watch something recently. I don't know, Big Lebowski. I'm just gonna, that one. Saying, I, I'm always I, having you watch shit, so that's a tough one. Big Lebowski. I would. That's the only way. I that's really funny because I was gonna right say to the same head. thing by the not the same thing, but by the same directors. I'd say Fargo for me. I, it took me so long to watch Fargo, even though I'd heard it was such an amazing movie. And when I finally oh, and saw Stripes. Fargo, Stripes, Stripes, uh, I, like I, I saw Stripes when I was pretty young. I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, I, I saw it one day. I was like, Egon and Venkman are in this. <laughs> yeah, I would say Fargo. That's funny because it's the Coen Brothers, and those are some of my. Like, they make good ass movies. They make real good movies. No what Country else for Old this? Men is one of my top. Burn after top reading. 10. Is that a Coen Brothers movie? Is it? It's got the it trappings is. of it. It is. The... That's another movie I didn't. I was way old by the time I saw it. That was a, that was a good one. I remember. I saw that one when it came out, though. I remember that, that one was really good. Brad Brad Pitt's a piece of shit. Yeah, he is. That's probably my babysitter. Um, we're wrapping it up. Don't fucking worry about it, lady. <laughs> um, trying to think of another one aside because I don't want to go straight Cohen Brothers because of the fact that you just did. I'm trying, but I know that this happens to me all the time, and it's usually with shows. It seems like because I refuse to watch a show until it's got three seasons. Because if it's got yeah. three seasons, then then That's... maybe they'll give it the dignity of wrapping it up. Right. But I hate watching shows that are cliffhangers, that you net that are just un. I just hate watching shows. I love watching shows. Now that now that TV shows are the new movies, it's great. Because oh yeah, is, okay. I guess I lied because I have been watching a lot of TV shows that are basically would have been movies a couple years ago. Yeah, because shows give you more time for character development. I love that yep. shit. Because what's a movie without it? Um, a Michael Bay film. Michael Bay. Malignant. Film. Yeah, it's malignant. A Michael Bay film. Michael Bay films are not all bad. They just have been since like Bad Boys Two. I liked Bad Boys too. I said since Bad Boys. Oh, okay. 2. Well, I that, liked Bad Boys too. That sounds like you're including it. Oh, like that's your zero and your. Yeah, Bad Boys 2 is not... And let me clarify. I talk a lot of shit about movies. Liking bad movies is okay. 
Yeah, I like some bad, really like, bad fucking movies. So do I. But you can still be conscious of the fact that this is a shitty movie because lots of times you'll tell someone that movie sucks and they're like, no, it's a good movie. I liked it. Just because you liked it doesn't make it a good movie. Yeah, Jay. Just because you didn't like it doesn't make it a bad movie. Um, there are some like pretty objective things that you can tell when something's a good movie or a bad movie, though. Like uh, Gerard Butler's not in it? Like Gerard Butler's not in it. Gerard Butler does not give you the emotional fucking cues in your film. Was he in 300? <laughs> yes, he was Leonidas in 300. He was the 300. He was. He was, and it's funny, he was the fucking, uh, Michael Fassbender was in that movie. <laughs> Michael Fassbender was in that movie. Was he? Yeah, he was, and he's obviously, he's the shit now. Yeah, it's because he's got a fucking huge wiener. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a fucking he's got a dong and a half. Somebody said he's got a fast bender. He's got a fast bender, um, dude. He's gonna be in, and this is the this is one of my most anticipated movies of twenty twenty two. He's gonna be in the sequel to um, oh, to Kung Fury. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Michael Fassbender. What do you mean the sequel to Kung Fury? You never seen Kung Fury? shitting me right now yeah i've seen kung fury yeah the sequel i have a whole song pretty much about kung <laughs> yeah fury. They're, they're doing a sequel it's gonna be a feature length movie okay, it's not it's 30 minutes fast bender and mike and arnold schwartz they got rid of my man who was kung fury no so he's not. in it and they're in yes it? yes yeah yeah no great dude, dude it's got dude i've just seen some production stills and I love the way the first one was shot, dude. It was within seconds. Within yeah, seconds, David Sandberg—that's his name. Within seconds of him flipping that fucking those dudes flipping that car up with the skateboard in yeah. the air and them shooting it out of the sky, I was like, "What?" I, I was all the way in on that, and I then loved, I was like, "I was all the way in, dude." Any movie that's like supposed to be kind of bad, but in a cool, stylish way. Triceratops when he pops into the office, I'm like, dude, "I love this. This is my favorite shit I've ever seen in my life." So great, dude. Um. Also, uh, like, have you ever seen Velocipaster? Yeah. Velocipaster is so fire, dude. Wait a minute. Didn't I? It was on, yeah, I don't know why I watched it, but one day I was just like, I was going to say, I think it's on Amazon Prime, because one day I was like, we're watching this. Yeah, I I for sure did that here, where I was just like, I'm just going to put this on, and we'll see. Maybe I was, was. No, you weren't here, because I remember who I watched it with. Did you stream that? No. Why have I fucking seen Velocipaster? Because it's called Velocipaster. <laughs> and it looked badass. Oh, where's some of the set photos? See, look at that shit. Love it. Is Arnold Schwarzenegger is the Mr. president. Mr. President. But yeah, some of this. I've seen some other. Yeah, like. Like, this was the There's first one man. I saw. And he's holding the camera, too, which is fucking sick. And then I saw this, and I was like, oh, we need some green screen suits. So we can yeah, do we some do. crazy shit. a big shit. ass green room like that. God oh, damn, I wish yeah, I had that. Dude, if we had a big, I wish we had a big green room. So someday, someday soon. But yeah, oh, that's the scene Kung where... Fury, Kung Fury Two, is gonna be some fucking fire for sure. That's definitely my most anticipated film of 2020. Oh my god, I broke that out on Christmas one day. What Kung Fury? Yeah, I was just like, let's watch this, guys. And my uncle, my uncle's watching it with me. And what's her name, bro? The big lady, she pops out after he sees Thor. Thor's like, watch this. Or, oh, stop. I don't know what her name is. Hammer time. Barbarianetta or something like Barbariana that. Barbariana or something. Yeah, shit when like she that. comes out, my uncle says to my aunt, he's like, look, babe, it's you. 
My aunt comes out of the kitchen with her big fake boobs, and I'm like, whoa, you do look like her. Yeah, see, some of these set photos, the Triceracops were He looks great. That's awesome they're doing a fucking uh, prosthetics instead. What? Yeah, it's a Bro. fucking, he looks like a street shark, dude. Bro, what were those, were they called battle sharks? Remember street that? Sharks. Street sharks, is that what they were called? Yeah. That's what I was saying. They're like sharks with bodies? Yeah. Street they sharks. Street sharks? Street sharks. I thought I had a way more clever name than that. No, nah, dude. Street sharks was fire. Not, not her. I'm talking about the blonde lady. Because well, I think this, that was these are the These are the sets from... These, this is from number two. So. Yeah. I wonder if the blonde chick's in it then. Wow. Michael Fassbender just showing off his vascularness. Dude, he looks so badass too. Not Michael Fassbender, but the actual dude. Yeah, didn't he direct the first one, too? Yes, yes. The whole thing, they did Kickstarter to fund yeah. the special effects. Um, by that point, the film had almost wrapped, but I remember seeing the preview and hearing about the Kickstarter, and I remember, of course, being too broke to donate to the Kickstarter, but if they had gotten the Kickstarter to a certain amount, yeah, it was it going a full to be a full f- yeah, yeah, that's right. And the 30 minutes came out, and you were like... These men deserve 90 fucking minutes at least. That's tight they're doing a sequel and just not fleshing out the whole, th- like that one. Just give us a whole new Absolutely. Tie. Yeah, dude. So they they have to, I think they're going up against So the- is it going to come out in theaters? Because wouldn't that be tight? Just it some better. random shit that just came out on the it internet? Fucking, look at that. It, that. That production crew's got to be bigger than it was before. Damn, Arnold, what's that shit on your face? Old age? Look at this shit, though. What a gangster. Dude, th- yeah, this is going to be so fucking And he's got badass. bullet holes in his that's shit. That's what so I'm saying, yeah. He's obviously bulletproof. Dude, that's going to be such a good <clears throat> one. And I can't wait to be able to do shit like this ourselves. That'll be tight. And I think that's a cardboard cutout. Probably. And I need it in my life. I need that in this basement at all times. I think you do. I think your basement would be safer if that was done. Much here. safer. Oh, all right. I think this is a good place to wrap it up. We talked about movies a whole fucking lot. We did, and we talked about business, too. And yeah. I'm just now getting gassy, so I probably should. We worked it into the middle. I like that we worked it. No, it's the, in the middle. We worked it into the middle, the gas and the, the business talk. I try, I try to switch the format up a little bit sometimes. That's why this time I was like, oh, we're already talking about shit. Let me just go ahead and go live. Yeah. Well, that's what I realized is when you watch other podcasts, they've been talking for a couple minutes, and they're like, all right, go ahead, hit the button. So they're already kind of in conversation. Right. And they can just start the conversation over and be like, hey, what was that last thing you were talking about? All right, let's get there. Right. Um, so that works. This yeah. worked because we didn't start off with boring business talk this time. We started off with 30 minutes of me bitching about Malignant. 50. It was 30, all right? Quit trying to make me seem fucking worse than my life. <laughs> because by the time you came on, you're like, all right, now it's my turn to talk. It's been 50 minutes. When I asked it you, was. it was 29 minutes. No, it wasn't. It was, was 7.50. It was damn near an hour ago. No, it was not. It was damn near an hour ago because that would have been 22 minutes. We've been no. on here for an hour and 24 minutes. So if it was damn near an hour ago, then that would have been right when I said it was. That's, that's no way it's only been an hour and 22 minutes. There's... It's an we hour. started late? What do you mean we started late? Yeah, we started a couple minutes late. You got here at like fucking five minutes too. And then we didn't start right at seven? We ran ads. We ran the fucking intro. Oh, 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 yeah. I forgot about it. <laughs> I was talking like, man, what are you talking about? Like, we went, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't, dude, I like, I'm, you think I'm, I don't have a sense of time. A lot of times <laughs> I have no idea what's transpired. You, dude, you're always floating through space and time. I don't mean to be, but like, I can't even check these notifications. Oh, gosh, I, we need to do a whole thing about Chet Hagelin floating through space and time. I actually did it. Nice. Did I? No, it's just me on the moon. 
<laughs> All right. That was a good skit, um, though. I'll be back on Tuesday night for Back for Blood with wow. friends. It was just um, Wednesday ago. night, I'll be playing Alien Isolation, maybe some more Back for Blood. No Friday stream. I'm going to be in Chicago for an earthly birthday thing. Squadcast next Sunday. Um, next Tuesday is my birthday, and I want to play video games with my friends. So if nobody's doing anything next Tuesday, let's have an internet Twitch party. I don't even care if we just all hang out in Discord. I don't give a shit, but... I would love everybody to join. Mm -hmm. I'd love you to do more of that on my birthday. That's why my teeth are chipped. <laughs> For my rock hard dick. Dick. <laughs> All right. We will see you guys on Tuesday.